Welcome to Two Brain Radio. I'm Tiffy Thompson, and today I'll be chatting with the recipients of this year's TBB Awards, stars of the fitness industry. Ashley Hahn, Nairi Siggy, and Scott Romine have demonstrated excellence in the fields of coach education and opportunity, long-term planning, and owner lifestyle. They'll share what they've learned, how they've grown, and explain how you can get there too. Hello, Ashley. Welcome to the show. Hi. Ashley was this year's recipient of Two Brains Coach Education and Opportunity Award. And this was given to the client who was investing the most into growing their team. And her mentor wrote, Ashley has completely overhauled her roles and the people in those roles while focusing on leadership and connections. So how did overhauling your staff roles open up more opportunities for your team? Yeah, overhauling everything allowed the team to get better at what they were good at. Instead of putting people in, what I always say, seats on the bus that they're not great at and making them stay there, it allowed them to move into positions that they really only love doing And um, what we saw was that the gym just got better and better because they were happier. And then the happiness flows downhill to our clients from there. Awesome. Did you learn anything new about entrepreneurialism and how it can function in your gym? So entrepreneurialism in the gym um, is we look at it in two ways. So we we have two different numbers when we do career roadmaps with our full-time staff. And we have our ramen noodle numbers. So that's uh, folks that are, um, they're like paying rent, eating ramen and peanut butter and jelly. But a lot of times that's their jumping off point to being full-time. And as an owner, we're, we're sometimes surprised at what those numbers are. We think that they have to start off at what we call at the gym, the filet numbers. Um, that's what I say to my staff is them living abundantly, right? They're eating filet mignon. They're going on vacation. That's what I want for them. Um, and so the, the entrepreneurial opportunity, we really look at um, like, what is your jumping off point? What are your, your ramen numbers? And then how do we get you to the filet numbers after that? And that helps them take ownership of um, the different opportunities that they can have inside the gym. I think having that sense of ownership is really key too, probably, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we, I track their numbers all the time. So, um, cause it'll keep me up at night. I'm like, Oh shoot, is Zach making enough money? <laughs> and so I can go in and see like, okay, this is where he's at. You know, he's past his ramen noodle numbers and he's super close. So let's have a conversation with him on what is the next thing we need to do. Or maybe is there something we need to get better at? Like, social media posts or content, or, you know, maybe we need to offer a particular program to push him over to the filet numbers. Awesome. So is there one piece of advice you could give to other gym owners who want to increase opportunities for their staff? I would say doing the two different numbers of ramen and filet because the, the staff can then very clearly see, okay, this is, I could survive, but nobody wants to just survive. The owner can see like, well, actually I could probably make this happen today. Um, and then moving all the way up to their filet numbers, I think um, everyone should do two career roadmaps to 
to see what those numbers are for each person. Because if we ask staff, you know, it's like saying to a gym owner, I want to make $100,000 a year, but why? If you ask staff, they'll say, I want to make $52,000 a year, but why? And so I think it helps everybody get on the same page with that. Awesome. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Two Brain Radio, Nairi. Hi. So today I'm speaking with Nairi Siggy. She is the recipient of the Future Star Award for long-term planning. And this was given to the client who has a solid place in plan or solid plan in place to grow. This client should be in farmer phase and demonstrate they know the steps to take to be successful. And her mentor wrote, these guys were under 1500 a month when I started working with them mid 2021. I don't believe they were ever over four to 5k in revenue in the last 10 years. We've made so many great strides, implementing new systems, doing incremental rate increases and moving to biweekly payments. All in all, rates have gone up 50% and they have nearly three times the clients they did when we started. They hit 8,300 in March, 2020 two, which is completely uncharted territory for them. We're making plans of what a 15K a month gym looks like for them and working back from it. And they, you, I understand that you want to travel to Norway and by God, I'm getting them there. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Costa Rica books. So, oh, we're getting closer. Like, you know, we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) So since working with two brain, what adjustment do you feel has moved the needle the most when it comes to um, boosting your revenue? Well, you know, honestly, there's just so many. We had zero systems in place for for anything, really. So, I mean, laying the foundation and having systems in place to uh, to generate new uh, revenue, to like to get leads and that kind of thing. Um, our like even our whole membership process was a mess. So, you know, and then so we switched to biweekly which made such okay. a huge difference. Um, and then, yeah, we did, we increased our, our membership rates a good 50% and, uh, and didn't lose anybody along the way. So having the systems in place made such a difference and then trusting the process. I think right. for us, that's been the biggest thing. Like, um, you know, Jay's been there, like all these people in two brain have been where we've been. And so know that they can come out on the other side, you know, it really just, you know, it gives you the confidence to say, all right, you know what, if this is what worked for them, this is going to work for us. And so we just trust the process. And we, you know, we took some hard looks at our business. Like it was, um, it was kind of gut wrenching in so many ways because we had to be brutally honest with ourselves and Jay didn't let us slide on that. So, and that, that made a huge difference. Right. What would you say, looking back over the last couple of years, what has emerged as your sort of entrepreneurial superpower? Uh, to be a little bit more fearless, you know, to try things. And I mean, we would always try things, but I don't think we would always give them the full effort. And so, you know, to just like with the rate change and changing to bi-weekly and that kind of thing, say, what was the worst that's going to happen? Like, I feel like COVID really taught us like the worst of the worst. Like we we navigated that and you know, if we lost a few members, then, then so what, like in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't going to hurt us the way we used to feel like things like that would. So, um, to be a lot more fearless and to, and to plan, like to, 
to have a plan in place and, and to have those, you know, the processes in place, but to know that those processes are in place and that you can be a lot more fearless about making decisions and sticking to them. It sounds like you've gotten a confidence boost. We're uh, together all the time and he had to get another job. And so when, uh, when that changed, I was like a one woman show and I just couldn't do all this myself. And so it, it really made such a difference to be able to not only know where we're going to have a plan in place, but to have that resource to say, Hey, like this is happening. Where do I go now? And then, and to really just to have the confidence. And also to have a, an objective sort of third party in your mentor. Oh, huge. Yeah. Because you kind of see things through your lens. And, right. uh, and so maybe something that's not as big of a mountain to me, or if it is a big mountain to, to me, you know, Jay or your mentors can say, Hey, like, you know what, we just need to tweak this one little thing and then everything will start to fall into place. Right. When it comes to long-term planning, what is one major takeaway that you think might help other gym owners who are trying to get traction? Um, You just got to build like, you know, don't be, don't be afraid of it slow at the start. Right. So, I mean, in the beginning, things were kind of slow and, and uh, you know, it wasn't like these massive, like huge jumps that you see maybe other businesses take, but like, you know, just trust the process and then just put those little systems in place and then work those systems. And then just, you know, know that once you have those systems in place and then you can kind of teach other people in your business to run those systems, it really does start to come into place. Like you really kind of need to keep your head down, do the work, but you know, also kind of have a goal of like, okay, we're going to reach this milestone. We're going to reach this milestone. It may only, it may take three months, it may take six months, but just to trust the process. I mean, I think that's kind of like, that's been the huge message for me is to just, they've been there, trust the process. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's working because you're able to book a trip to Costa Rica and step away from your gym. Confident that it's going to keep going. That this would have never happened five years ago. It never happened 10 years ago. We're not only are we going on vacation, but I've got coverage for my gym. Like, cause people said, Oh, are you guys going to be closed? And I said, no. And like, I mean, I'm almost more excited about that part than actually going on yeah. vacation. <laughs> Nairi, I appreciate you chatting with me today. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. This was such a cool honor. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the show. Hey, Tiffy. Thanks for having me. So Scott Romine is the recipient of this year's Owner Lifestyle Award. And this was given to the client who has hit functional retirement so that client can prioritize their lifestyle and the business exists to serve them. So Scott's mentor wrote, Scott has created a business that allows him to travel extensively with his wife and freedom of time to leave when he wants for as long as he wants. Scott also has focused significantly on a great relationship with his wife and has a great family life outside the gym. He's genuinely happy with the life he has built. So Scott, was was functional retirement at, at a young age always in your plan? No, never. <laughs> I never thought of that before. Um, even when I opened the gym, that was never a thought because I worked all day, every day, like most people do when they start this, but as the years went on, it finally became a reality in this last year of taking more time off and doing new things I enjoy and spending it with my wife. So 
what did you do when to, to create the situation? Like, does it boil down to staffing and systems or how did you, how did you get to this point? It's uh, it boils down to having a great team. I owe everything to my team. They, they can function and do everything and grow the gym and run it without me. Um, and that's taken years to develop and, we're just doing interviews today to add more to the team because it it needs to keep growing and you need to focus on that. So it, it's it's a matter of passing the hit by the bus test, basically. Yes, absolutely. Um, what, did that, what did that feel like the first time you were able to kind of step away from your gym and you knew that it was running without you looming and worrying about it? It's a scary feeling. You're like, you put so much, and everyone says they pour their heart and soul into it, but you do, but to leave it alone and think it's going to be okay is hard the first time. I mean, it's hard the first time you let someone else coach a class and it's not you, Never mind, be gone for, I think in last year, we took two trips over two weeks long to not have any contact other than like, Hey, are you okay? Like, yeah, we're good. Don't need you. So yeah, it's, uh, it's frightening at first, but then you kind of get used to it. Even now I usually don't work Friday, Saturday, Sundays, those like three days are off completely. And I'm used to not worrying about it. Like everything's going to be fine. Wow. So for gym owners who are listening to you with envy, and longing for this, this freedom of time for themselves, what, what would you recommend if you had one or two tips that they do to get there sooner? Two Brain teaches us really well. It's like build your systems first, you know, do what you do really well, and then teach the next person. And then take a couple of days off, find out what your problems are. You might need your next hire to fill that next role, but just keep replacing yourself over and over until you don't need to be there anymore. So you've canceled yourself out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then you get to work on the projects you want to work on. If it's right. still some hours, then great. But I work on some different projects now that support help with the gym, but aren't directly involved with the gym. So you get to do more freedom to do what you want, not just vacation, yeah. but, you know, passion projects. For sure. So do you have your next trip planned or? Yes, I'm leaving in uh, two days. We're going off the grid in a little tiny house for like four days. Awesome. So no phones, no Wi-Fi, no internet. Yeah. That's we'll wicked. Well, thanks a, lot. thanks a lot for your time today, Scott. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. If you want to get in on this great community of gym owners, head over to gymownersunited.com right now to join. That's gymownersunited.com.